Welcome to another episode of the International Interview. No politicians, no pundits, no propaganda. This is just real people with real knowledge talking about the real world. Today we're speaking with... Pelin Demir. And you're from? Turkey. Awesome. And what city? Istanbul. Istanbul. So where is that relatively to the country? It is on the west upper side and it's actually very interesting that it's on both Asia and Europe. Mm -hmm. So I'm from the Europe part. Oh, very mm -hmm. cool. So the prominent language there is Turkish. Turkish, yes. Right. And the majority of the population are Turks. Turks. Yeah, um, because Istanbul was a city where like a lot of different people came, invaded it, and we still have a couple of um, Greek people, mm -hmm. Armenians, but there it's very rare that you run into them. Really, they're like a percentage, I would say. A small percentage. Mm -hmm. And um, you also have, I read about the Kurdish population. Yeah. And I read that there's also, so there can be very strong discrimination towards them. Actually, with Kurds and Turk, I can say that for years we've been together. Mm -hmm. We've been living in the same country. And um, like no one in Turkey will go to a Kurd and be like, oh, you're Kurdish. Mm -hmm. Everyone is like in America, how everyone is American here. You don't go up to people or judge them. It wasn't like that in Turkey either. Um, but lately, Kurdish people um, have arisen and like they're more like they want their freedom and everything. But to tell you the truth, no one was looking at them with like, how can I say? They're from like different kind until they actually started like differentiating themselves from us. So um, what they show on TV is mostly like the worst kind because like I'm from a family where I have Kurdish people in my family too. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we're all fine. We all believe in the Turkish Republic. And, you know, so we were all good with it until mm -hmm. last couple of months. So I don't know. I think there's no discrimination. But I mean, if they feel that way, I'm pretty sad that we made them. Really? Yeah. That's very interesting to hear. So you said Turkey is a republic, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in America here, uh, you have to be 18 in order to be able to register to vote. Yes. Is it the same in Turkey? It is the same, but like voting system is kind of different. Mm -hmm. It's not like we don't have states. We're just one big country. Mm -hmm. And of course, everyone chooses for their own city president. But like... You have to be 18 to vote. And mm -hmm. one thing is, like, it has to be done. Like, it's, I, th I, f I believe, like, it's here more like it's your choice. Mm -hmm. In Turkey, you have to vote. Uh, Everyone has so to it's vote. it's not optional. It's not optional. I mean, you can go to the vote page and, like, you, you can write just not vote for anyone. Just put, the, like, you know, free paper. Because we, yeah. have, we vote with paper. Oh, okay. Like, you just stamp the, the one that you want them to be chosen. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you can just leave it, all, like, blank. But most people do vote. Do vote. So, what are the consequences if you don't vote? I mean, I actually, all the people around me vote, so I'm they not do? very familiar with it. Oh, so, okay. I'm sorry. Like, if you're... Like, sometimes I'm, like, for example, out of country, it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. But, like, they... I think it's not an extreme, like, you know, they don't put you in jail or anything, right. but it's just probably a little fine. A little fine. Yeah. So nothing major. No. 
I don't think so. That's good. How do you feel about that? Do you think that, because here in America, it's completely up to you. If you want to participate, of course, I think people should. Yeah. Then you have no right to complain about Mm -hmm. the government, the president, his policies, both foreign and domestic. Mm -hmm. So... I get what you mean. Like, I I think it's the good part about being like you have to vote is that some people are just choose to be ignorant. But when you have to vote, they're like, oh, since I have to, since I'm going to go wake up at 8 a.m., wait in the line, I might as well look and like try to like see which one is better or which one is not. Yeah. So I believe it's better that people educate themselves more that way mm-hmm. about the politicians that's very good because i feel like sometimes here i've talked to people and i'm like so like we just had an election with uh obama and romney mm-hmm. and i was like so why did you vote for romney and they're like oh i don't know i just like him better than obama <laughs> so, i think it's very good i think yeah because it, it's such a big decision and it i feel like it has such a significant impact on the next here it's um our presidential term is four years Yeah. for the next four years of your life. Speaking of presidential terms, how mm-hmm. long is the president? It is also four years. Also four years? Yeah. And um, we have two types. Uh, we have, okay, um, I don't know the exact English terms for yeah, it because okay. it's different. So we have one president where he mostly, like, you know, he meets with all the... Um, other politicians mm-hmm. and make decisions and we have one more president he's above him but he, he's not the one that's putting the law he's the one that's either accepting or rejecting them oh. so basically when you come up with something to him he will just like check it with like because we have a big like you know the rules of you know republic and it has to fit everything he's the one either like loosen the laws or like you know just maybe be strict about them and say either okay yeah this can pass and we can like actually you know do it here Mm -hmm. or not or not that's very interesting so the current president i believe is abdullah yeah so is that the one who does all the things you just mentioned um he is the one who accepts and like or rejects yeah recep tayyip erdogan is the one who's actually involved in making the laws laws and like you know putting the actual things out there, them. implementing, yes. Oh, that's very interesting. So, would you say um, Aragon is the most Aragon, or I mean, okay, so from my point of view, they're pretty much on the same team. Right. It's very rare that they would be from different, like, points of views. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty much on the same team. They're very strong, but I would say Aragon is, has the true power. The true power. Because he's the one actual putting out laws. Like, Abdullah Gil can't do anything if Erdogan doesn't want to. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But, like, Erdogan still can, I think, negotiate with him, change it a little bit, and try to still implement his ways of... Of the law. Yeah. That's very interesting. So, um... The capital of Turkey, what is it? It's Ankara. Ankara? Yeah. Have you ever been there before? I've been there once, to tell you the truth, because Uh it's around like seven hours to where I live, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm mostly on the city, Istanbul, and I mean, I haven't gone there much, but I mean, I like it when I went there, because how it started is after the World War, Mm -hmm. 
like everyone was thinking Istanbul would be the capital. Mm-hmm. But they decided that it wouldn't be, and it would be somewhere right in the middle of Turkey. And Ankara is just like that. And they built the city all over with the perfect city plan. And it was like, how can I say, in Istanbul, there's too much traffic. It's like a little bit like New York. Mm -hmm. But like Ankara is more like perfectly set. Everything has like laws. Like it has to be, I don't know, three-story buildings. And like it has to be like that. I'm not sure about that much, (laughs) but like... (laughs) It's way more set. It's it's a much more like planned city. Planned city. Yeah. That makes sense. So basically, the capital was chosen not because it's terribly important, but just because it's the center of. Exactly, Turkey. it is the center, and they wanted to be close to because we always like, um, if you know, like terror problems. Yeah. Um, it's with mostly with the east side, mm-hmm. and so I think they also chose it to be like in control of everywhere because if it if it was in Istanbul everywhere is Istanbul like we would just east would be just on their own pretty much that makes sense definitely so um how about the climate in Turkey what is the climate in Turkey okay so I can say we're kind of a big country compared to some other European countries Mm -hmm. but of course still very small (laughs) compared to America and um We have different, where I live in Istanbul, we have four seasons. Mm -hmm. It's the best thing, I believe. Like, the winter is cold, we have snow, but it's not extremely cold, Mm -hmm. that you don't freeze. But as you go to (laughs) east, the summers are hotter, the winters are colder. Oh, so the weather is much more extreme. Yes, exactly. On the coast, which, like, Istanbul is also on the coast. Mm -hmm. So, on the coast, it's very, like, how can I say? It's more soft. Yeah, like uh, more mild. More yeah. mild, yeah. Like summers are hot. You can swim. You can do anything, and at the same time, you won't get like extremely hot. And winters are just also nice, snow and everything. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Here we rarely get snow. I I don't, I don't know. This is my first year in Black Spring, mm-hmm. but I heard that some winters will get a lot of snow. Yeah. Sometimes we don't get much. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see it. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> so, you said Istanbul is on the coast? Yeah. So, what is that? The Mediterranean? Mediterranean, yeah. yes. It's like, because um, there is an upper sea, Black Sea, mm-hmm. we call it. It's like, the upper part of Black Sea is Russia, basically, and right. down is Turkey. Mm-hmm. So, Istanbul is right where, the we call it the Bosphorus. Because one side is in Asia, the other in Europe. Upper sea is the Black Sea and down is Mediterranean. It's like a connection point, basically. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. And do you go swimming there? Um, in Istanbul, to tell you the truth, um, sadly, um, there, the pollution is very high. And it's because, of, because it's such a place where... Like, it's connecting a lot of important places yeah. to each other. So we have a lot of big ships going around. And so it's not exactly a place to swim. Mm-hmm. In Turkey, it's the, it's the down south coast. We have... It's, it's, it's way better for swimming. Where swimming. Most people go there because summers are even hotter there. And yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's like nice. That. Yeah, that, that's what I imagine because I read, I went on the website, it's like the CIA, and it said that um, Istanbul is a big international trafficking country, yes. it's also a large port, so there's also a, a large volume of drugs that goes through there. 
I, I don't know, is that true? I have that, no idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I really don't. The drug problem is, like, big there, or no, if you don't hear about I it, I wouldn't it's say just, like, it. It's a... I mean, um, let me put it this way. Um, in Turkey, everyone knows, in Istanbul specifically, I can talk mm-hmm. about, there are places that you can get drugs. Mm-hmm. Yes, but, I mean, it's it's very not common compared to any European country. country. Yeah. It's like, good. because I think it's kind of affected by the fact that it's a Muslim country, mm-hmm. so people are kind of more conservative, right. like, especially for drugs. Yeah. I mean, of course, of course, just like everywhere else, we have that problem. But I mean, we like the age limit in Turkey, like as the last time I checked was way higher, like way, I can say it's not as low as the ones in like Britain Mm -hmm. or Germany. That's good. Yeah. That's very good to hear. So then, okay, you lived, oh wait, I wanted to ask you about food. Okay. Turkish food. (laughs) So baklava. Yes. You guys have Turkish delight. Both very delicious desserts. Um, are there any other foods that are specialties of Turkey? Um, Turkey is in such a place where we get some food from Europe, some like, like how can I say, some of the tastes from Europe uh-huh. and some from other places. And so we have a mixture of everything, but I would say baklava and Turkish delight, they're very Turkish. Turkish like yeah. yeah. Also, we have some other with, some common with like, Syria and Iraq, some coming with Greece. Oh, so, so you some have a lot food. Of yeah, we okay. have a lot of influences because we were once, you know, Ottoman Empire was just once a big empire. Right. So everyone kind of blended in. I mean, even if we are different countries right now, I feel like we still have a lot in common, even in food too. That's very cool. So. I remember you telling me you lived in Istanbul until you were 15, so for about like 83% of your life. Yeah. So then you moved to Dubai. Yeah. And that's the United Arab Emirates. Emirates. Yes. So what was the transition like for you? I mean, in the beginning, like it was kind of hard because I didn't know English like well back then. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't know much at all. Like it was quite hard. Because most people speak English in Dubai, even though the first language is Arabic. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of internationals there. Like 30% is actually from Dubai. The rest is all from all over the world. Wow. So English, you have to know English to like just shop, even if you're an Arab. Like wow. <laughs> most people wouldn't know Arabic. So, so it was kind of hard because it's kind of... In a cultural level, it's very different because Istanbul is in part of Europe, so we get all the influences from it, the film festivals, all the, I don't know, classical music, jazz mm-hmm. festivals, like all different kinds of museums. At the same time, we have very old buildings with history, and I kind of grew up blending all of it. Yeah, the cultural. Yeah, the cultural. Very and, rich cultural. Yeah, exactly. And in Dubai, they're a very new country. They're like... 40 years old and and because of that i i don't feel that much in it like that you know the culture i don't sense it but at the same time they're building one and seeing it is actually very nice like you're actually like how can i say you're the witnesses of like a country building up right so i mean it was kind of hard at the beginning 
because I mean, also the people mostly you're either like the different classes,、mm-hmm. and so you're either very rich or very poor. Oh yeah, tell me a little bit more about that, like the wealth disparity. Yeah. So if you're very rich, I imagine because you hear about Dubai as being very luxurious,、yeah. people having a lot of money.、Um, so I imagine that. Those who do have money live very comfortably and really live a nice life. Whereas、yeah. the poor people, so is there a huge gap? There is a huge gap. Yeah, I mean, I hate it. I I have to tell you, even though I love Dubai so、mm-hmm. much, it's the only thing that I could complain about it.、Yeah. Like, because how can I say? Like the huge gap is it's it's creating like you have to for you are kind of forced to see people in different. Levels. Yeah. So like, there is an upper middle class and like lower class.、Mm-hmm. Like there is no middle class in Abu Dhabi、mm-hmm. much because most of the people that go there that works higher jobs, most the internationals,、mm-hmm. they're the CEOs of companies, general managers, mostly or they they put off their own con- own companies. Right. And、um, the citizens there, it's very interesting that they get. So many benefits from the government. The government is extremely rich. Like you can't imagine, the way the moment you are born, you get a house straight.、Wow. Like you have a place to live, no matter if you have a job or not in future. And if you don't have a job, government will do anything to put you in a job. That that's that sounds incredible. That、though. is. So- And but the downfall is that <laughs> it's only for them. Like you can't like as a, even if I live there for twenty years, I would still not be a citizen. Really? No. So you have to be born there in order to be a citizen. Not only born there, also born to both like local parents, Emirati parents. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So that that will be interesting in the future because you said very few people are from.、Um, exactly. Yeah. That's now they're kind of like their workforce is. Very limited. Limited, and I feel like that will also become a problem with citizenship. Do you have to be a citizen to vote in Dubai? We there is sheikhs in Dubai、uh-huh. that that like um there's no vote, but I mean right now they're kind of changing it to more modern ways. But still, sheikh has the last word.、Mm-hmm. And to tell you the truth, I think sheikh does a. Way better job than any other like chosen people that I've seen around lately. Yeah. So, cause think of it, all the benefits he he's giving to his people, and he's very generous to even like poor people. But the only problem is that they get all their like poor labor force from、mm-hmm. mostly from India, Pakistan, like third world countries. I would、mm-hmm. say so, and they're not giving them much. Like I I believe like if they gave them even more. They would be that would be amazing. Yeah. Like they they live in like a room with like ten people, like it's very the the living conditions for those labors are very very low, very poor conditions. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. So in conclusion,、yeah. if there is one thing you wish every American should know about in Dubai or there. Or、uh, United Arab Emirates、yeah. in Turkey. What would that one thing be? Um, okay, so in Dubai, I would say 
Because right now, because of the media, everyone knows a lot about, oh, Arabs, they just fight, they just scream at each other. That's not like it. Dubai is one of the most modern places I've ever been, and I've, I've been around Europe and a couple of places in America. It's one of definitely the most modern cities I've mm-hmm. ever been. And I wish people would look at it more that way. Yeah. Because when you go there, you'll you'll notice the difference of the people, the the actual people are different than the ones they show on TV. It's the same with Turkey, I would say. Like, because like Turkish people, we definitely have goods, we definitely have bads, but I mean, it's just a place to visit. Like, I wish America would look at it as just a nice country that they want to go and visit and... Because I think the more people look at it in the politic way, oh, they have this, they have the Kurdish problem, they have that. Yeah. It's limiting your like, limiting your sight. Exactly. Exactly. But the violence. definitely, and I think that's common for every country. I believe. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time and insight with us, Palin, Palin Demir. All right, well, that wraps up for the Plot Adventures International Interview. Be sure to tune in next time for another round of international insight from another guest from another country somewhere on planet Earth.